going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Pels and Whistles. I am your host, Rel Myers. And since we last spoke, the Pelicans have taken care of business. Thank goodness. They have completed the sweep on their road trip, beating Charlotte on Friday and the Spurs on Sunday. Let's go ahead and get started with that Hornets game, man. Um, Jonas Valanciunas, a monster game from him with 29 points and 13 boards. A double-double from Zion Williamson with 21 points and 11 rebounds. CJ had 19 points and five boards of his own. Um, we played the Hornets pretty even in the first quarter. Um, it was 21 to 20, um, our advantage, right? And then in the second quarter, um, we won the second quarter by 10. And then we go on to the third quarter. And you know, if you've been around a while, the Pelicans got that third quarter blues thing going on. Um, they're getting a little bit better about it, but still, you get a little bit uneasy. So the third quarter comes around, we lose the third quarter by 11 points. Um, so I believe we go into the fourth quarter tied. Um, and at this point, I'm feeling a little bit nervous because I'm not understanding why we weren't able to put these guys away at this point, right? So ultimately, we end up winning the fourth quarter by five, man, and we won the game ultimately, of course, by five. Um, so the Pels win 111. I'm sorry, 112 to 107. And yet that's, you know, the guys got to go and be in front of um, a, a lot of hometown people and, and family and things like that because we got Zion, we got Trey, we've got Brandon Ingram. There's so many guys um, in the team and in the organization that are from the Carolinas. So that was really cool for them to go and uh, and show out in front of um, in front of some hometown folks for them. So um, on to the game on Sunday against the San Antonio Spurs. This is our first time playing against Victor Wembanyama this season. Um, earlier this month, um, December 1st, we played the Spurs and we beat them, but there was no Victor Wembanyama that night. He was out with um, hip tightness or something of that nature. So this was the first Zion versus Wimby matchup, which you can't really call it Zion versus Wimby because I don't think that they really <laughs> were regarding each other for the most part anyway. But um, Jonas Valanciunas does it again, 15 points, 15 boards. Um, the Pelicans had seven players in double figures. So check out the three-point shooting, though. Five for Brandon Ingram, six for C.J. McCollum, three for Najee Marshall, two for Trey Murphy the third, three for Jose, one for Dyson, one for Jordan Hawkins, and one for Jonas. Um, that's a new franchise record of 22 made three-pointers, and the Pelicans win this game 146 to 110. That was amazing. Um, you know, they're they're taking care of business again. Like I said, these are teams that you're supposed to beat. And sometimes it feels weird to get super excited about beating these teams that have three and four wins and things like that. But, you know, we've seen the Pelicans lose games to teams they're supposed to beat. So I tend to get a little bit excited <laughs> when they beat these teams because I just want to stack wins. I don't care who the wins are coming against. Like, I just want to stack wins. And if we can keep doing that, we'll be in great shape. Um, this is a four game win streak. Now we, um, since, since the embarrassment for the, uh, NBA's inaugural in season tournament, and we faced the Lakers in the semifinals, we haven't lost since then. So I would like for us to keep it up. Like, let's have a strong December. Cause we were looking forward to this December. You know, we were looking forward to how the schedule looks. We we're looking forward to, you know, the December version of Zion. Cause that's when he seems to, you know, come alive. So Four game win streak right now, and they are now 10 and six versus teams above 500 and six and five versus teams below 500. So keep beating teams you're supposed to beat. Um, there's not really much more that I, as a fan, am going to ask these guys for. Just beat teams you're supposed to beat, show up against these teams that are gonna, you know, show up and in, 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 
the harder competition, right? Like the teams like Denver, the teams like Dallas, like these guys are above us in the standings and they're having a really good season. Um, show up against them too. Show up against everybody every night. Like the, all we're looking for is some effort. You go out there and win some games. Like there's, you're not going to win them all, right? But I, as a fan, just need to see that effort. I need that same energy night in and night out. And just go out there, look like you care, play with pride, you know, represent the the name on your chest, right? So we are over 500 for the first time since January 22nd, 2023. Um, that season, they got up to over 10 games at one point. And then, of course, we ended up in that 10-game um, that skid, which... I'm sorry to bring it up, but it did happen, and we do have to acknowledge it for the sake of this statistic, right? So five games over 500 for the first time since almost a year ago. Um, on Tuesday night, we're going to play the Memphis Grizzlies on TNT. This is going to be um, the first game that John Morant is back, I believe. Um, uh, hopefully, I mean, I don't see why he would sit out after a 25-game suspension. Um, I, I understand if he would want to sit out and then play their next game um, in a couple of days that's back home. But, nah, man, just go ahead and play. So that's on TNT. We have a chance to redeem ourselves on national television after what happened in the in-season tournament. Um, Thursday, we're going to Cleveland to play against the Cavaliers. Those guys are a little bit banged up. They've got um, They've got guys out for uh, four to six weeks and six to eight weeks. Like they got guys with fractured jaws and all sorts of other like things going on. But I believe their records 14 and 12, something in that neighborhood. They're over 500. Um, in the past, I don't feel like we've matched up super well against Cleveland. I remember a specific game um, not too long ago where we played them and we were losing by a good little bit, but Ricky Rubio had gotten hurt in that game. And um, I think we ended up coming back and winning. But for the most part, I, I, typically don't have a good time when we play against Cleveland. So I'm not really sure, um, you know, what to expect from that matchup, but hopefully we can go in there and get a win. And then we're coming right back home on Saturday against the Rockets to kick off a five game homestand. So that's going to be a super good time. And hopefully we can get some wins. Like this is a good time to drum up more interest amongst the casuals, right? Um, with that many games going on at home, you got people who are, you know, maybe from here, but just visiting for the holidays, they might not have much to do on a random weeknight in between the holidays. So go to a Pelicans game, right? So this is a good time for you for them to stack some wins in front of some people who normally wouldn't get the chance to see them. Um, we've got a like 90-ish percent healthy team right now. Um, it's a good time to go on a run. It's a really good time to go on a run. So to um, look around the league really quickly, Boston is still at the top of the Eastern Conference standings. They got... Milwaukee a game and a half behind them. And then the Philadelphia 76ers are a half a game behind Milwaukee. Um, it looks like the Orlando Magic is kind of starting to skid a little bit. But, I mean, they're in fourth, um, and they're four games behind Boston. But, I mean, if you look at Boston, Milwaukee, and Philadelphia, those guys are on a five, four, and six-game win streaks right now. And Orlando lost two games in a row. So, I mean, it's easy for the standings to shift around when things like that are happening, when they're – also jumbled in together, you lose a couple games, you might drop a ton of spots. So um, that's that for the Eastern Conference. <laughs> the bottom three teams down there are going to be Charlotte, Washington, and Detroit. Detroit is on a historic 23-game losing streak. Um, it's I feel for their fans. Um, that's really tough to watch. That is, uh, And I thought that they might be a fun team to look at this season, but so far, I mean, what they started two and 21, I'm sorry, they started two and one and they have not won a game since then. So that really hurts. Um, 
I'm, I'm glad it's not me. <laughs> I'm glad it's not my team, but that really, really sucks for them and for the diehard Pistons fans out there, man. But on to the Western Conference. The Minnesota Timberwolves are still at the top. They're 19-5. and five. Oklahoma City is three games behind them. Um, they're off to a pretty good start. Excuse me. They're off to a good start. Really hate to see them, um, you know, above us, but it is what it is. Uh, Dallas Mavericks are half a game behind them. Um, so is the so are the Denver Nuggets. So it's Minnesota at one, Oklahoma City at two. Dallas and the Nuggets are kind of tied for third right now. They're both three and a half, three and a half games back. Um, Sacramento's at five with their four games behind. Uh, Los Angeles Clippers four and a half games behind, and the New Orleans Pelicans are four and a half games behind. So right now we're kind of tied with the Clippers for six. Um, I would love to see us get above that break. I would love to see us get above that line, get to six, and never, ever, ever fall back into the play-in, right? Um, if the play-in tournament started today, we would be facing the Lakers at home. The only thing that I like about being in the seventh seed for the play-in is that you got uh, you got the game at home, right? But you also have two chances to make it into the playoffs because if we were to lose – in that first game, then we'd play um, the winner of the the 9 and 10 seed game. But that is so, so, so far out. Don't have to really think about that right now. But just to bring it up, you know, in case the playoffs or the play-in started today, that's what that scenario would look like. Um, One thing about the Clippers, they've won seven in a row, and they're tied behind us. I'm sorry, they're tied with us in games behind. So, that again, that's just to show you that if they lose their next game, we win our next game. Things look different, just like that. So to the 10-game breakdown, we're 27 games into the season. The Pelicans are 16 and 11. Games 1 through 10, 4 and 6. Games 11 through 20, 7 and 3. Games 21 through 27, 5 and 2. So in our last seven games, we're 5 and 2. In this set of 10 games, we've guaranteed that we'll finish at at least 5 and 5 or better, at 500 or better. Um, And again, that's what I said in the last episode. That's the bare minimum. That's what I'm looking for. So... Super quick, short episode for you guys today. Make sure you head over to my other YouTube channel, youtube.com slash at Rel Myers. I just dropped a video of me talking to um, a couple of Pelicans fans last week for that Timberwolves game, just to kind of see how people are feeling about how the season's going so far now that we're a quarter of the way through. So go check that out. I'll go ahead and leave the link for that in the description as well. But if you made it this far in the episode, once again, I appreciate you taking the time to hang out with me for a little bit today. And, um, Come say hey at some games, man. It's going to be a lot of home games. I'm going to be at every single one of them per usual. I'm always outside the Jamison Bar, outside of Section 104. I got some new microphones and stuff I'm trying to try out with these interviews and things. So come chat with me, all right? So until next time, you guys take care, and I'll see you soon.